Hello and welcome to the Lifestyle Fit Podcast. Today's episode is on three things that I believe you need to move forward with your health and fitness journey. Now, often, obviously, I talk about weight loss. That's my main priority. Yes, this can be included on that, but this can apply to any of your health and fitness journey, okay? Because I, I believe these three things are needed to push forward, and it's often what I find with people is it's one of these things that's missing, which stops them from progressing faster than before. Um, and when it when it's missing, it slows it right the way down, or it stops them moving forward at all, or just stops them in their tracks, because this is missing. So let's just get into them. So the number one thing that I think you need is a goal. I've covered it in previous podcasts about having a goal to aim towards, because if you don't have a really specific goal to aim towards, you're going to struggle. You know, you're going to struggle because there's no end goal. You know, you're not pushing towards anything. You're just kind of following along and not really having a, a purpose to aim for. So you really need to have that purpose to aim for. And what that goal is, is, you know, down to you, down to what you want to achieve, how big that goal is. I always say to people, set a really big goal, because then when you're aiming towards it, even if you get, you know, 60, 70% of the way there, you're going to fe- probably feel amazing, whatever that goal is. So I'm going to use weight loss as an example, as always. But say your big goal is to lose, I don't know, three stone. And you lose two stone, you're going to feel much better. Not only that, you're going to have so many different benefits alongside it. You know, the increased energy side of things, the everything else that comes with losing that much weight. Increased energy, better sleep, you know, better fitness, You're going to get compliments from people when you drop a certain amount of weight. So these things really, really come into account. But the same things apply, and I'll use now, so let's say muscle building is an example. So you want to put on 10 kilograms of lean muscle. So let's say that we get, I don't know, we're at 6 kilograms of muscle put on. You're going to feel better. You know, you're going to feel more confident in how you look. You're going to be really happy with your progress, so by setting these big goals to aim towards, it, it's giving you that purpose, that reason to to follow in with a plan of action or whatever that may be. So you need to have this goal. And, and I find it so often with people on their fitness journeys, they don't have a clear goal. They just set it really loosely. Well, I want to lose some weight, you know, or I want to look a bit better. Great. It's a good start. But you need to hone in on that and really find the specifics of what your goal is. Because once you have that, you've got that purpose, that drive to push forward, which leads me on to the second thing I believe you need. Okay. So the second thing I believe you need is some form of plan. So without the goal, you can't create the plan, can you? You know, you need to know where you're going. It would be the same as I always say is if you're going on a long journey somewhere. So you know, you're going to drive somewhere. You need to know where you're going in order to create the the route map, don't you? You know, to know which way you're going. You know, I'm going to go this way. I'm going to drive down this road. I'm going to cross here. We're going to stop here, whatever it may be. Same principles applies with your health and fitness journey. Once you've got that goal in place, you can then create the plan. The plan is going to be dependent on, you know, numerous different factors. The same as it would with a car journey. You know, if there's a closed road somewhere, you have to go a different route. The same goes for your, you know, your fitness plan. If you got ill for a week, you would have to adjust your plan. 
but the plan is going to be created to get you there as quickly as possible because that's what everybody wants. You know, we live in a time of convenience where Amazon are delivering parcels the same day to some people. We want things here. We want it now. Obviously, when it comes to health and fitness, you can't just click your fingers, job done, and it happens overnight. But by having the goal, you can then create this plan. And the plan is going to be specifically around your lifestyle. You know, what suits you, what can fit into your lifestyle with relative ease. But having that goal in mind is going to help you, you know, really, really master that out. And again, this is something where people fail on. They have a goal, but they don't set a plan of how they're going to achieve that goal. You know, once you have your goal in place, so let's use the weight loss example again. So the three stone weight loss. If you know you have three stone weight loss that you want to achieve, you can set a plan of action in how you're going to achieve that. But if you don't, if you just say, right, I'm going to lose three stone, but I'm not going to really plan it out. I'm just going to get going with it. Well, you know, that's really not the best way to go for it, is it? You need to set out a plan of, right, how many times a week am I going to work out? You know, what am I going to do with my nutrition to help me lose that weight? Um, my activity levels, what am I going to set that at? This allows you to set this plan, you know, and go and be really specific and be like, yeah, well, I've got three stone to lose, so I'm going to start working out, you know, twice a week. I'm going to use a gym. I'm going to do a home workout, whatever it may be. Nutrition-wise, well, the way I'm going to work it is I'm going to start to cut back my calories because I know at the moment they're probably too high. And then you start to form that plan. You're making points along the way to get to your end destination. You know, I'm going to do this going to do this, going to add in this. And the plan can change. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you have to stick with that plan forever because how often do we see that things change, you know, or maybe you get an injury and you have to start doing lower body stuff or you get COVID and you have to take a week off, you know, to recover from that or, you know, whatever it may be. But by having that plan in place, you're more focused. You've got the goal now. You've got a plan. The focus is starting to creep in and you're really pushing on towards it which allows me to bring in the third point, okay? So once you have your goal of where you're going and your plan of action of how you're going to get there, what else do we need? There's one more piece of the puzzle missing and that is measurement. Because if you're not measuring how you're getting on, how do you know that you're working towards your goal? So this is where it falls in again, you know, really loose goal of want to lose weight, but lacking a plan of action, how do you know you're getting there? You know, what are you doing to to measure it are you just stepping on the scales or are you tracking your measurements to make sure that you know they're dropping are you looking at progress photos are you trying on clothes you know all these different things but once you have the goal in place of what it is you want to achieve and the plan in place of how you're going to achieve it you then need to measure it to make sure it's working and this allows you to change the plan and this is where some people get stuck in their ways they get going with a plan of action of how they're going to achieve it and they just keep doing that plan so they keep doing the same workouts they keep eating the same way but you need to measure if it's working because if it's not working then something needs to change so this is why when I'm working with clients for instance this is why we do the weekly check-ins it's not just a case of or oh, to add it in it's so I can review and go right you know how many steps did you do last week and if they say well I'm doing 20,000 steps you know, week in, week out, and I'm not really losing the weight, then we can look at that and say, well, you know what, we're going to increase the steps because that's not a lot. And could we fit in another 10,000 a week or could we fit in another five, whatever it may be. But by checking this weekly, what we're doing is we're making sure that we're pushing 
towards that end goal, that the plan is fit for purpose because without measuring it and looking at things, we wouldn't know. We would just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. And we could be, I don't know, 10, 20 weeks down the line and then be like, oh, well, actually, this isn't working. So you want to regularly measure your progress and how you measure your progress is dependent on your goals, obviously. If it's weight loss, for instance, yes, you can use the scales, but they're not going to be the only thing that you would use, but let's not get into that today. If you're building muscle, then you're definitely going to look at scales and measurements and maybe use a body fat analyzer or things along those lines. But you need to measure the progress to make sure you're getting towards it. The same as if you're dropping a dress size or two dress sizes, three dress sizes. You need to check on a regular basis that, hang on, have I already dropped a dress size? Can I fit into smaller jeans? Because if you're not checking, then how would you know? You know, you've got that end goal, but you need to make sure that you're halfway down the path or further along because you want to make sure that you keep pushing towards it. So those are the three things that I think you must have in any health and fitness journey. So, Overall, you have to have a a goal, something that drives you that you're aiming towards. You have to have a plan. The plan is what's going to help you get towards that goal and how you're going to achieve it. And it can be silly little things. You know, you can do daily plans, you can do weekly plans, you can do monthly plans, or you can have all of all of them. And I would definitely recommend that. You know, breaking it down, having a thirty day plan, maybe having a a fourteen day plan, a seven day plan, and a daily plan. What are you going to do daily that's going to get you to your weekly goal? What are you going to do weekly that gets you to your monthly goal? What are you going to do monthly that gets you, you know, and so on and so on and so on? It sounds a lot, but it's not because daily could just be things like, right, my daily target is to get eight thousand steps and drink two liters of water. Boom. That's a daily, that could be daily goals. You know, the weekly goal could be to get, I don't know, 40,000 steps and have tracked calories for five out of seven days. That's a weekly goal. And then a monthly goal and so on and so forth. So that is part two would be the plan. And then part three is measurement to make sure that we are making progress towards the goal by following the plan that we're doing. And if not, something needs to change. And it's not the goal that needs to change because we know what the goal is and and we want to go towards that goal. It's something within the plan has to change. What can you change in the plan that is going to get you there quicker? You know, speed it up. Is everything in the plan working? So when we measure it, basically that's what we're saying. Is the two or three workouts a week that we've planned in working? Is the step goal that we've put in working? Is the amount of calories that we've planned to eat through the week working? If not, then we can change it slightly. We can make these changes. And that is ultimately what I do as a coach. I check on a weekly basis what my clients are doing. And then I'll make changes when they tell me stuff like, this is what I'm doing. If they're not losing weight, then maybe we up their steps slightly. Or maybe we reduce their calories slightly. Or maybe we do a mix of the two. And does that start to see progress? Brilliant. Then we keep going. Once you have the progress that you want, you keep doing it. I always say to people, once you've lost a pound or two pound doing specific actions, repeat those actions the next week because we knew last week it lost us a pound or two pound. So the chances are next week it's going to, and we keep doing that. You know, that is what we do. We repeat it, repeat it, repeat it until we get to that end goal. So if the the end goal was the three stone loss and we're losing a pound to two pound every week, we keep going until we hit that three stone loss. Will it get harder later on down the line? Chances are yes. Will we possibly need to make amendments? Yes. But if it's working, you keep doing it. You know, that old saying, if it's it's not broken, don't, you know, don't fix it or something along those lines. And we keep pushing towards that, isn't it? We have to keep going. If it's keep pushing towards it and if it's working, great, keep going. 
If it's not working, make some amendments. But those three things are needed on any health and fitness journey. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, do you know what, I'm not making any progress, review it. Have you got a big goal at the end that you're specific and pushing towards? Have you got the correct plan of action in place? And then how are you measuring the progress for that goal? You know, for instance, you could be measuring it completely wrong. If your goal is to, I don't know, run a 5K in 30 minutes, but you're measuring by stepping on the scales every week, is that a great measurement for your goal? No. So these are the things to think about. If you are sitting here, yeah, listening to this figure, yeah, I've got a plan of action, or or you're going to have a health and fitness journey coming up, start to think about it and think, right, I need to have these three things in place before I start. Because if you don't have these in place, you're going to struggle. You know, you are going to struggle. And with any of these health and fitness journeys, diets, whatever they may be, we have to plan it out. Because by planning these things in, we're more likely to win. If we go into it without really thinking about it, what we're going to do, how we're going to do it, you know, how we're going to measure it, the chances are it's going to fall on its ass. You know, that is what's going to happen. And I don't want that for anyone. I want it to be as smooth as possible. And the way we make it as smooth as possible, planning it out, making sure that we know what we're getting into and we are planned out, ready to go. You know, we've got all these things mapped out because this is what's going to help us win. Okay, guys, I hope that's really helped. And as always, you know how to get a hold of me. Reach out if you have any questions at all, anything to do with this. I'm more than happy to help. Until next time, I'll speak to you very soon.